I'm sort of a master of distraction. Welcome back to Distraction. Uh, this is episode 48. We were without producer Tim as producer again this week. Um, we are going producer list this week. But luckily, we have one of our favorite guests on. It's uh, Owen, who is also the voiceover guy who doesn't get paid. So what's up, Owen? How are you doing? <laughs> I am back. I'm happy to be here. Anytime you need somebody to you know, do it or if any, uh, anyone else is like not volunteering you always got me the old trusty mule so yeah i think you're the top um guest as of now because i think my my opinion the best ability is availability and you have that wow what a john fox quote love it (laughs) that's beautiful i think that should be on a monument yeah jordan let's start making t-shirts and then we can tear it down (laughs) (laughs) that that we can do i'm sure we'll figure out a way so um, to discuss really quick what we were talking about, we should first discuss resubscribe and make sure you auto download of our latest episodes and tell your friends, right, Jordan? Yeah, Spotify, yep, Apple, Google. Uh, yep. I don't know wherever you want it. They're there. Anchor. Yeah, just, just find how many apps we're on. I'm trying to find this never. Owen, what are um, you doing? Are you uh, making dinner? <laughs> it's part of the show now. I'm got- moving around so. My phone was basically dead, so I have like the the charging pack to it, and it it fell and it made a noise. So I just wanted to call That's it out because it sounded like there was garbage bags flying and things falling. Yeah, like I said, we just got home from the grocery store, so we're all, uh, we were putting away groceries. It's and, the uh, uh, the ambient sounds in the background. So so, so you um, at home just know that that's what's going on. Yeah, exactly. And and Owen, so really quick too, because you're you're um, a casual guest of ours now, and usually. We get you on and you to tell us what you're watching. Your list is getting shorter now because we keep we, we're getting all the stuff you've been watching. So give us the list that you have right now of what you've been watching that we we don't know about you. The last time I checked, we, it's Love is Island, Blind Date, whatever. <laughs> yeah, what I have <laughs> I have not been watching quite nearly as much uh, high school girl TV or t- uh, series as I have been. I've been honestly a lot of the stuff that I haven't really been watching too much TV or. Um, movies or anything like that. Producer Tim, uh, who is not here right now, he and I have been playing a lot of Call of Duty Warzone lately. So that's that why is... he is not asking us to play Halo anymore. Yep, exactly. Yeah, wow. I, I have filled. I have filled the gaping hole that was his uh, need of video games. So yeah. apparently, I'm just more fun to play with. Or you're available because <laughs> uh, me and Tim are always like. <laughs> true. Yeah. Nah. yeah exactly. But I can't uh, play at noon on a Friday. <laughs> Video games getting love for two episodes in a row now. We mentioned Mass Effect last episode. Now we're getting some Call of Duty love. Yeah, I'm always available for the boys, apparently. Uh, but um, I have been watching some stand-up comedy. Uh, I watched that Pete Davidson new stand-up. It was very – it was better than I thought it would be. Yeah. I don't really know much about Pete Davidson, but it was really funny, especially his – the way he opened, or at least the the way the special opened with him, like kind of making fun of Louis C.K., I thought that was very – very nice. I did like that, what? too. It felt like, uh, um, yeah. what's his name? Shit, I shouldn't. Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> Who's the guy uh, from Parks and Rec? The guy that does. Um, Aziz Ansari? Aziz. I don't I, he didn't know. I couldn't think of his name for some reason. So Aziz's stand-up, it felt like Aziz's stand-up. Like really s- like sobering comedy kind of thing. 
like you were a little uncomfortable laughing a little bit some of the time but it was funny but it felt just different you know like darker yeah Yeah, exactly like which uh what what was it uh i really like that he because you know him dating ariana grande is a big elephant in the room and he just immediately addressed it and kind of you know he didn't hold back or anything he was oh yeah you know if i went painted myself brown you know and like talk shit about my ex i would my career would be over yesterday she was (laughs) woman she was times woman of the year or whatever i thought that was hilarious well yeah and pete davidson has this knack of just telling whatever's on his mind out loud he'll just say it i i watched this youtube clip of kevin hart and pete davidson like going to a uh like moving a house out for like a, a random family and he just went into the house like, "Oh, you have a dad. That's great. To, that's great. Like, good. How does that? How does that feel? Cause I don't know. Like, he just says that stuff. Like, he doesn't care. Um, which makes the stand up more truthful and more. Um, even if it's dark, it's still interesting to listen to all the way through. So, um, I did enjoy it. And Pete Davidson is kind of a one of a kind type guy right now. Yeah, no doubt. And then, you know, I watched Bill Burr stand up. I, I won't go too much into that. I love Bill Burr a lot. I don't think. Uh, Jordan does as much. But, uh, <laughs> Did you King watch is, King of Staten Island? Island? It feels like you're just yeah. going through the cast list. <laughs> so maybe that's why I was on my suggested because that movie yeah, <laughs> makes, makes sense. sense. <laughs> yeah. No, but no, I, I didn't. I did not watch King of Staten Island. I've heard that is outstanding, and I have not seen it. So I'll let you. I believe you saw it. I'll let you talk about it more. But yeah, Bill Burr. I've I've always loved him for probably at least four or five years now. I just I really like his comedy. He's always got very interesting takes, especially when <laughs> one of my oh god, one of my favorites is when he's talking about it. it's like, hey, it's like, why is it that whenever there's like a there's like a domestic violence case, why does no one ever ask? Well, what happened? Like, what led up to that? <laughs> it's like it's not okay to ask. Why is that? I always think I just think that's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, and then Dave. Yeah, the other show I watched is Dave. Really quick, who do you think is funnier in stand-up, Bill Burr or Pete Davidson? Bill Burr, by my Bill Burr. Okay, just want to make sure. All right, now we can move on to Dave, which <laughs> is also we've we've praised Dave on the show. So, did you finish it? You got all the way through it then? Yeah, I, I wasn't. I kind of watched it. Uh, like there were some episodes I was like more focused on because I was kind of like doing work when I was watching some of the episodes, but there were some. I think the one that really was like, wow, this show is amazing was. I think it was the third episode. It was where his girlfriend learns that he Oh god. He's got like he's got like the an ass that he <laughs> that he has sex with and she and he's like trying to make it a secret. I just thought everything about that episode to like you know, the build up and then the ending scene where his roommate catches <laughs> catches them in like the, the like the massage bench milking. that he's laying on. Yeah, yeah milking. he's like yeah. I'm gonna milk you, <laughs> and like right as it's about to start, he's like, "Uh, I'll just park on the street." <laughs> yeah, I I like the I, Justin Bieber episode. That was a lot of fun. Just see good yeah. cameos. He gets a lot of good cameos in there from any type of artist. So I props to him. Yeah, he's great, and I'm excited for season two. I'm assuming it will be renewed for season two. Oh yeah, it, it did get renewed. Yes. Um, anything else for us before we move on to me? I'm gonna go for Jordan. Nope, that's all I got. Perfect. So I have a long list. I feel like I've been, I've been going this whole week. So a couple of the ones, small ones I watched that were not necessarily uh, needed to be said. The Commuter, Liam Neeson. I mean, it's, it's exactly what Liam Neeson does. He, <laughs> he fights people, try to save his family, 
yada yada yada. That's commuter. Like it's like it's not a bad movie, not a great movie. It's just it's just Liam Neeson. Ever since um, Taken, that's all he does. Yes, yes. It's it's his niche. He, he does it very well. He's a unique set of skills for acting. And that's part <laughs> of it. So, um, I've also I'm, Robert Pattinson. Just like he's he's eating me up right now. He keeps coming to my screen no matter where I go. I watched The Good Time, which is an older movie on Netflix with Robert Pattinson, where he plays a bank robber with his um, autistic brother, and they get into a bank robbery, things go wrong, and goes over that. I didn't think it was that great. I didn't like the title of the movie, Good Time. I know it's trying to be ironic, but it wasn't – it was all right. It was a good movie. It wasn't a great movie. Like I said, it was a good time, but not that great. Pun intended. Yeah. Was that the one – he robs the bank, right, with his uh... – special needs yes yeah like i was yeah. so um I, I obviously don't want to get there i guess it's an older movie so the autistic brother gets arrested he's on the run trying to bail him out goes through all these different adventures to try to bail him out goes through some crazy shit and that's how and then goes through from there pretty much yeah i saw that like i think a month or so ago it is i thought it was pretty badass it was one of those like i think the first 30 minutes or whatever were like amazing and then it kind of was like slowing down and there were some parts where it's like, eh, this is kind of weird. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know why. I just yeah. thought Robert Pattinson's character was a dickhead throughout the whole movie, so it made me like it less. So maybe that's like a, it's not a bad reason not to like a movie because they obviously want you to feel certain emotions. But like Robert Pattinson, like that guy's a dick, like throughout the whole movie for the most part. Just it's more selfish, trying to do his own thing, but obviously he wants to help his brother too. So, all right, movie. Then we'll move on. Uh, the movies that kind of our TV show that stuck out as well, The King with uh, Timothy Chalamet. Robert Pattinson as well. I thought that was well done. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> what did I say? Chamolette? Yeah. That's the same thing. It is. And he spells Timothy like a weirdo. <laughs> you would know. Yes, I would T- know. Timothy. Uh, so that movie was good. I think. I thought uh, it was. Yeah, I really liked that one. 20 minutes Dark. too long, I thought. I thought like the, the middle of the movie could have went a little quicker, but. Um, sure. You know, so, but other, that's, other than that, it was a good movie, good war scenes. I thought good to see him, Timothy Chalamet, uh, rise throughout the whole movie, kind of see his character develop. And then When They See Us, I saw that as well. And that was one of the documentaries that's based on a true story from four kids getting arrested when they're younger and seeing them go through the judicial system as well as going through jail, as well as going through all these different things that happened to them and how they kind of progress as adults going through those things they did. And it's really it's it's almost cringy how how real it is you know when you're watching it and so it is like hard to watch but it is like very important still and once again we're trying to stay on that same trend of watching these type of movies and tv shows where you see um this kind of stuff so as you know hard to watch as it was and ashlyn our one of our guests of the two like as hard as it is to watch you have to watch it and learn to understand what everyone's going through during this time and it was a different perspective to see a situation from a child going to an adult with what they've gone through in the system and how they react to certain things when they grow up. So um, definitely recommend to watch it. It's uh, about four hours, like a docu-series, so it's four episodes, one hour. It's, each a, it's not a documentary. It's a dramatization, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't know what to call it exactly at the time. So yeah, <laughs> sure, it's, it's, it's based on a true I, story, but yeah. like yeah, based on a true story, actors, yes, docu-series type thing. So um, definitely worth watching. Also watched The Five Bloods. Um, that was weird, interesting. I don't know what to take of it. I'm very like indifferent about it. But it's pretty much Vietnam veterans going back to Vietnam to see what it's like. And 
as much as Vietnam has changed for the better, there's, they go through situations from PTSD um, and how they fight as black soldiers fighting for their freedom. But when their freedom's not given to them, when they go back, they're, you know, they're obviously upset and they deal with all these problems. So Vietnam, they go back, deal with situations from their past. Um, last, the politician with Ben Platt, I think his name is. Very well done this season two now if you haven't seen the show it's about a high school politician guy goes to do big and better things so i don't want to talk too long about mine let jordan talk but those all of mine were very interesting to watch though. you I skipped over v for vendetta it looks like you saw it i'm just yes, interested v for vendetta, yeah I, I, well, I feel like i've been talking forever now but v for vendetta <laughs> I, I just want I to know what you thought of it after i i did enjoy it a lot natalie portman kind of pissed me off yeah uh, i thought she did very well but I just don't believe that she could convince herself to be in these situations that quickly. No, I thought her character sucked. Her character yeah, okay. was just such a, it was just not real. She was in it to win it at all, all the times. Like, what are you doing? Like, it just didn't make sense for real life. It was just like, that's just, her mind was twisted somehow. I don't know how it was. So that didn't make sense to me. But the movie itself, I thought it was very well done. Just the Natalie Portman character didn't do it for me. Yep, agreed. Um, so we talked about King of Staten Island last week, but I caught that this week finally. I thought it was really good. Um, definitely well done. It, like the interesting things that you go into Pete Davidson. I know we've talked about him a lot. So um, overall, I thought it was really good. I don't. I definitely wouldn't yeah. put it on my top ten Apatow movies, but I thought it was really good. Oh, and speaking of which, I watched a thing where Apatow recently broke down like his top movies. Oh. Yeah. And one of his Pilot favorite Press. movies is Funny People. Well, of course, that's his favorite movie. Because it's, like, it's a good movie. It's. Uh, I'm just saying. Mm. If the creator likes it, I like it. Maybe maybe get off my back a little bit. Get off my back. Hey, that's all right. I'm asking. Um, it is. It different is a strokes, movie. Different it is. It is just. It is completely not his normal movie. It's kind of like when. For like uncut gems for Adam Sandler, I'm sure that's one of his favorites, but it's like definitely not his typical freaking movie. So like I guess if you went into the mindset thinking, "Hey, this movie called Funny People is gonna be funny," and you're like, "Wow, that really wasn't funny at all," <laughs> so it might disappoint you. But yeah, I, sure. I don't disagree. It was a fine movie. I it's could just, see why if your expectations were set incorrectly. That's for yeah, marketing, think, but yeah, I think that's the biggest uh, reason. Uh, for King of Staten Island, the one thing I, the biggest thing, common thing that I've heard, it's like, it's like the first thirty minutes could have been condensed into like five, but after that, it was great. Is what I was. Um, is what I thought, I've heard a lot of. I actually thought I, I, I think at the end it needed like ten more minutes to me, but yeah, obviously huh. I don't want. No one needs to get into endings. Obviously, we don't want to spoil anything. But I thought the ending could have been 10, 15 minutes longer. Yeah, I, I didn't feel like there was a part that didn't at least push the story forward or at least give you insight into his mental state. Yeah, I, what's so, it? What's it about? Is it literally just like about it, his life? Yeah, it, I mean, a lot of the facts are changed because um, you know he talks about even in his stand-up that his dad actually died in nine eleven. He was a firefighter, and kind of how he comes to terms with it and grow, growing up without a father and how he died in such a way. So it's really just kind of him coping with that, still living with his mom, which he still does. Um, things like that. That's got crazy, crazy stuff. So, what else you got for us, Jordan? What's on the? So, I continued watching the docu. It's an a documentary. Um, they got to have us uh, about uh, black actors and filmmakers coming up in the industry. Uh, I 
then watched uh, 13th again because me and Sabrina were going to start when they see us, but we felt she needed to watch that before going into that yeah. series to kind of give more, you know, of a reality around it of like understanding really what's going on. So we watched that yeah. again and then we'll probably get to when they see us next week. Uh, and then Bombshell, which was one of the, you know, Oscar nominated movies from last year that I never got around to seeing, but just a really uncomfortable movie about like sexual harassment oh. and stuff inside Fox news. It was just, bleh. when you said, I didn't know it was about sexual harassment. When you said a clutch, I thought it was funny, but, um, yeah, I didn't know what it was about. I thought it was like a, a crime movie where, oh, yeah, no. I thought like, I didn't know what it was about. So yeah, interesting. So okay. it's about, yeah, a bunch of women that came forward against who was running Fox news at the time. Um, oh. and all the, the disgusting things he made, like, the women do if they were going to be on camera jesus okay so not a fun movie to watch did well i mean obviously it was on an award so obviously somewhat powerful and you know interesting to watch so Mm -hmm. so all right are we done then yep yeah let's move on to the newsies and now it's time for news of course no one can see this news program so it doesn't really matter what we say and we're not talking about huey lewis in the news but i think huey has a far more bitter cynical sense of humor we're talking about facts you can't handle the truth All right, so this week, uh, obviously, again, with everything, a lot of slow news, but we did get three new trailers. Um, Hamilton dropped a trailer for its tease of it coming to uh, Disney+. Plus. Uh, we got Waiting on the Bar- our Waiting on Barbarians trailer and a Foundation trailer. Uh, Tim, do you want to talk about any of these? Yes. I got picked first. Um, yes, I want to talk about all of them. Oh, all right. So, well, then, Owen, what do you want to talk about? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> about about the trailers? Yeah. Is there anyone yeah. that stuck out to you? Nah, man. I've never seen Hamilton. I don't. I guess Hamilton kind of stuck out just because I've I've heard so many good things about it, and it was oh, you got to see Hamilton. Um, but other like so that stuck out just because I'm like ooh, a readily accessible way to see this, you know, Broadway play that I should have seen years ago. So that was pretty much the only one that really stuck out. I'm not even sure what it's about. Uh, even after the trailer, don't really know what it's about. So, but I'm ex- I'm excited for it, and I'm here. All right. Well, I'm <laughs> in no one's camp because I haven't seen it yet either. Serena saw it without me, so Ooh. I'm still a little salty. Yeah, I like I like saying no spoilers for it just because like it's such it's a it's part of history. Like that's obviously my little joke for five years, whatever. But um, <laughs> okay, my three thoughts: Hamilton coming to the, tra- the trailer, whatever, like that. Um, when you said I could make it a soundtrack last week, now who's laughing? It could be a soundtrack now if I wanted to for the draft. No, nope, still to. don't count it. Go ahead. Why? It's a, it's going to your theater or TV. No, you know what? I mean, I, I don't want to get into more of it, but it, it's the same sense of why we don't report on musicals on this show. But to be fair, it's not I any have, different. You, and then your your justification was like, well, it's something you watch. I have a stronger argument. You wouldn't let me use video games. I, I have a stronger argument that I did this week than last week, correct? Okay. Uh, Boom. That's all I need to hear. By a all little, right, yes. On. Sure. Okay, other one uh, for Waiting on Barbarians tra- trailer. When you said that, I thought you meant you're waiting for this trailer about Barbarians to come out. Like, oh, we're waiting for this big trailer about Barbarians <laughs> to come out. So I'm like, oh, what's this big deal? Like, why would you wait for a trailer? But then it, the movie is called Waiting on Barbarians trailer. So 
uh, lackluster trailer to me, honestly. I was going to say, Depp- I really hope that was like the end of your thought on it. <laughs> that was it. Well, so. last, last thought, Johnny Depp has cool glasses in the movie. So, uh, yeah, cool. that's what stood out to me was his glasses. He looks like uh, the villain from Sonic. The one <laughs> yes, that Jim Carrey just played. Yeah. Um, last one, Foundation, which is going to be on Apple TV. I enjoy the crap out of that one. I thought that one was awesome. The the the, the graphics, the story, which I didn't understand fully, but kind of grasped a little bit, yeah. which is all I need to do. And that's all I need. Foundation was by far the best one. So I don't want to ruin the story because I've read the the, ser- the book series. Um, I don't want to ruin the story because I don't exactly know um, how far they're going to get in this because in the books it plays where um, – it just jumps around in time a lot, and it keeps jumping forward by you know centuries. So I don't know if the TV series is going to condense a lot of that into like one thing, so that you're not constantly being reintroduced to new actors all the time. So I don't I don't want to ruin anything. But basically, the, there's these people called psychohistorians, and they can predict the future. And the current government did not like the future that they predicted, so it becomes a a problem. Yep. So. I did understand that part, so I just kind of figured how they are going to go about it. That's the part I'm wondering about. And I did accidentally click a YouTube link that was about a teaser, and they did mention that the this foundation show has been been trying to make for 20 years. Then I turned it off, so I, I didn't let them finish the thought. But it sounds like it's been in the works for something like this to come out for a while now. So it, this is not going to spoil anything. What happens is those people, those psychohistorians, there's a group of them that work together. They set up a foundation far away from the government to continue their research without being influenced by them. And that's kind of what happens, and it kicks off kind of everything from there. Okay. Well, yeah, that's the one trailer to watch if you're going to watch any of them. So there you go. Perfect. Um, So I'm excited about that one because I've called that out before. Is like, you know, what kind of series do you hope comes out? That was one of the things we did in the past. So that was one I was hoping for. I got it. One point to me. All right. other news that I thought was interesting, Michael Keaton is in talks to return as Batman in the new Flash movie. So, it's confusing, but the new Flash movie, supposedly he runs so fast that he can jump into other dimensions. That checks. That makes that makes perfect sense scientifically. <laughs> yeah. so, so, that's what's hmm. going to happen, is he's going to jump into the the dimension <laughs> where Michael Keaton is Batman. Michael Keaton's Batman. Awesome. The Batman first. They're, and they're going to use this, I'm sure. And they've been talking about They've been trying to get a Flash movie put together for, like, ever since he was cast in Justice League. It's just obnoxious how long this they've been trying to do it. And it keeps failing. And and now that he, like, punched a woman in a bar. So I don't know what's going to happen with that in guy. In real life? Who? Yeah. Who did? The guy that plays the Flash, like, punched a woman oh. in a bar. And, like, initially he said, oh, no, we were just joking around. And then the video came out and he just wailed on her so i don't holy know if they're recasting sh- the flash shit. too but they're gonna recast everybody man right. his career went out like a flash Ooh. Ah. Ah. Nice. Okay. holy shit <laughs> so well, yeah, yeah. Get, get on with it <laughs> this uh what tim's been wanting to talk about is uh an hbo series bracket that was put out recently by who put this rotten out tomato. rotten tomato um, so they they took all of their their big time series and put them in like a you know March Madness bracket and got down to the finalists, which were Game of Thrones and Westworld. I didn't see who actually won, but Tim, what what are your thoughts on this? I know you got some burning. I don't. 
Uh, no, it, it just bothered me that Westworld was in the final two. What the hell? Like, yeah, yeah. I think agree. the sides of the brackets were not set up correctly. Like Westworld like, shouldn't be in that category. Like the wires, right? The wire lost to Westworld, which is like wires supposed to be the number one movie or TV show of all time. Curb your enthusiasm. I don't there. even think that Ballers I don't. There. Veep should have beat Westworld. Westworld shouldn't have gotten that far. Exactly. I don't know who's judging this. That's what. Obviously, we don't got to talk about a long HBO series could be his own category at some point. By the way, we're talking about favorite dads tonight. We didn't get to that point yet. But uh, Game of Thrones, I still think deserves to be there after one bad season. Yeah. But the Westworld final this makes me mad i just had to talk about it let that be known so sopranos is another one that stands out. i know that owen you're a, a chernobyl stand but sopranos was like the show before game of thrones where people on sunday night were like i have to go home on sunday night to make sure that i'm there in time to watch sopranos yeah I, chernobyl made it I to the lead eight i'm not yeah that could have gone either way so i think for a lot of chernobyl's these, final four the reason why, like a lot of these are getting such high, you know, ranks, is because they're, you know, it's recency bias. Recent, it's very recent. Yeah, like Westworld. I think what it's season three or four right now, and I'm told that the first season was great, but a lot of people I was talking to said the second one, third one was like really stupid, or like kind of weird. So that's just what I heard. So I, I think a lot of this is just recency bias, like you were saying. So with Chernobyl, like that. Um, I think that did well. One, it's just an amazing. It's I think it's the best five episodes of anything I've ever watched in my entire life, and yeah, it, yeah. it's also a lot of people love it because it was right after Game. It was like during the just absolute travesty that was season eight of Game uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, so it kind of gave maybe that's another reason I liked it so much because it was like wow, at least this is quality instead of watching this dog shit. So. Yeah. And it did get knocked out by Game of Thrones in the Final Four. The ones that did make me mad, though, that stood out was Entourage lost to Sex in the City. Wasn't very happy about that. <laughs> uh, I was mad that That's... Ballers got paired up with Silicon Valley first round. I wanted Ballers to have an easier opponent just to get one win. Uh, Silicon Valley did lose to True Detective, which I don't believe in either. Um, True Detective only had one and a half good seasons, pretty yes, much. Yes, but so. that so that but that one good that season was season. like the greatest TV of all time. I love that. Still, is my favorite single season of anything. Yeah, Fair I, I gotta, re- okay. I gotta rewatch it. Like, yeah, I remember there was that one scene. It was like a twelve-minute scene where he's going in and out of like the yes the different. Like, there's like episode so four like, or five, and that was just like I just remember watching this, thinking like this is just the greatest TV moment of my life. Watching this, <laughs> damn, like, so good. Yeah, like how the hell are they doing this with like the sh- you know there's there actual gunshots and people raiding houses and crawling through the, the you know, random gutters. Oh, it was crazy. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, there's there, one. No. Sorry. I say one thing. I'm yeah. Like like you were saying with Entourage, I'm upset that Generation Kill was paired against The Sopranos so early because Generation Kill is an outstanding, outstanding um, miniseries and it is. I was trying to get – I tried to get all you guys to watch this. You did, yes. <laughs> I remember that now. And, I, and, you, and you never do because you don't respect me as a human being. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but it, is the most, it is the most accurate depiction of the military. And I always am like, if you want to know just some of the stupid shit that I've had to deal with in my life, just please watch this and you have some understanding of what it's like. To be fair, that John Adams TV series that it beat is outstanding. I mean, I ain't seen it. 
It was really good. I've, I've seen it twice. It's it's very good. Um, yeah, I've, I feel like all HBO shows, like 90 plus percent, they're all really solid shows. So they I got do. that going for them. Yeah, no, it's definitely hard to break it down, but they didn't do the best putting Westworld in the final. They could have done a lot better. So yeah. that's what I want to talk about. So pretty much that. that yeah, I get that. That's completely fudged up. But all right, that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And that's <laughs> the way it goes. That's that was the ad. Let's add a D and make it our dad because that's what we're talking wow. about. Yep. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I just thought of that ten seconds ago and I was waiting to say it. So um, that's that. <laughs> so, so our discussion this week is brought to you by Applebee's Grilling Good in the Neighborhood. If you have not taken your dad out for Father's Day yet, go to a patio here, sit outside Applebee's, get some nice appetizers, dinners, and dessert from the local uh, Applebee's in your neighborhood. You can look it up on Applebee's.com or just uh, give it a call on your Google machine. That's all it has there. So perfect. So we move on to our discussion this week. We are doing best dads. So... We're breaking down the categories to make sure everyone gets some love. So our, our five categories are cartoon, drama TV series, TV sitcom, uh, comedy movie, and drama action movie in that category. So pretty much we each pick one from each category in a draft style because we love drafts. We can't get enough of them. And you can get a draft of Applebee's, but Light if you want to. <laughs> and so pretty much we're going to go into draft style. You can pick whatever category you want to explain why you picked that dad, get some backstory behind it, and then we'll go from there. So, Owen, since you are the guest, we will let you pick first. You can pick out of the five categories and pick your favorite dad. Oh, boy. Yeah, so you're making this really complicated with all the different Oh, categories. come on. Why? It's like, <laughs> hey, let's just do top four dads amongst all these. Uh, well, no, I mean, you, you, can't, you can't compare, like, a cartoon dad to, like, Breaking Bad, they're just too different. Yeah, because yeah, because one's not real. <laughs> because one's drawn. Okay, we'll get into that too, I guess. All right. Sure. All right. Uh, These are fictional okay. dads. Fictional dads. Fictional dads. Okay, let's start with a, I guess, animated. So like animated for one hundred, please. This is for a a comedy movie. A comedy movie. Moody. Uh, I was thinking. Nemo, Finding Nemo's Dad. Yes, Marlon the Clownfish. Marlon, oh, yeah, Very good you. choice. I didn't, I didn't know the name. It was on my he, list, too. He goes across the whole ocean just to find his son. Yeah, and he's what very a, tough. What a guy. He's very tough on Nemo, but it's you know only to make him stronger and better as a person. So obviously he worries about his son and just wants the best life for him. So he's yeah, protective. He's just – it's tough love. Yeah, so – now, the, the things Ooh. he does for his son, you're trying to find him, all that fun stuff, that's definitely a reason to put him on his best dads. So, so you put him as your, your cartoon, or did you put him as your comedy movie? No, it's cartoon. Got can't it. put a, that's, I agree. Okay. Have, I'm just making sure. Okay. okay. Jordan, you can go next. Any category you want, pick the dad. I'm going to go, just because I feel like more likely to be stolen, I'm going to go drama series, and I'm going to pick Ned Stark. Oh, he was Ooh, on my list too. Yeah, Ned, Ned Stark. All of his kids just felt they had to live up to what he, you know, he made some dumb moves, but they, it was just such an honorable life that he lived. That all of his kids felt they needed to live up to that. He yeah. helped all of them individually, kind of get what they wanted in life. You know, whether it was Rob wanting to fight or 
Arya deciding, you know, I don't want to go to the standard princess route. I want to learn how to fight with a sword. So he made sure that she learned from the best. Just, you know, good dad. No, yeah, he was on my list too for that category. Probably my number one. Very big sacrifice for Jon Snow too. It was, yeah. So, and obviously, even when you're dead in season one, to have that kind of impact throughout every season means you're like a pretty cool dad in my books. Yeah, that is like one character. It's it's interesting how he just the weight of his presence fills that entire series, and he was barely in it. Yeah, no, I definitely like that one a lot too. So, um, just to kind of, I know this one might be stolen later on, but I don't get to it. So, my first one is drama movie. And that would be Brian Mills, a.k.a. Liam Neeson and Taken. Um, oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm surprised it fell this far to me, uh, but it's a must-have. He's always fighting for his family's best things. He obviously gets him into some trouble, which is not good, but he's always willing to fight to get him out and do whatever it takes. So that's the kind of dad I like right there. Yeah, Love it. that, was on, that was on my list of multiple dads. Yeah, so he, he is just fantastic. Yeah, he really is. And uh, and once again, he's the same guy in every movie. Like there's no switching up on him anymore. He just is what he is. So that's perfect. So my next one, which I think would maybe get stolen too, who knows, but my I'm going to go to a comedy movie and I'm going to go with Clark Griswold, aka Chevy Chase in yeah, the vacation. Yep. Um just just generally a great dad to have around. He's fun. Wants to show his kids a good time even if they don't want it. But he's one of the probably best dads on the list. Whether you know, if there's no categories, he's still probably top five overall. Can't see the line, yeah. can you, Russ? <laughs> nope. Yeah, I, uh, I I had him as well. This is yeah. Going so well for me. I felt like he was gonna get stolen if I didn't pick him up. So yeah, I got my comedy and my and my drama taken out from movies. So I'm down to TV and cartoons now. So Jordan, we're going back to you now for something. All right, I'm gonna go. There's one category that we haven't touched yet, and that is sitcoms. So I'm going to go sitcoms, um, and I'm going to go with Phil Dunphy, just the oh, absolute man. perfect Come father, on. just just always a nice guy, always trying to do his best to do what for his kids, trying to make them laugh, just just the nicest guy. I love Phil Dunphy, and that's going to be my number one pick for the sitcom as well. Just to help my picks already. Um, I just think Phil Dunphy is the type of dad I want to be. Like, just like generally fun, goofy. Like, doesn't care if he embarrasses his kids at oh, all. Exactly. But still teaching him lessons throughout the way. Like, he is just a like it's a modern dad. Like, I guess you want to say that. But uh, I think he just plays the role so well in Modern Family. Perfectly summed up. Better than I did. Love it. Yeah, buddy. All right, Owen. You were up. That you, you can't. You just can't say a cartoon. So we'll kind of. Place the categories where you need to be. Um, doesn't, can... doesn't Jordan have to do two? No, no it's a big draft. Here. I'll never get back to back. You do. <clears throat> All right. Trust the so, process. Yeah. So remember like three times ago when I was on this and you're like, oh, you stole all my stuff. Well, I, this is your revenge on me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did really? it. All right. So, okay. Let's do drama movie. Uh, I have Will Smith. Uh, in Pursuit of Happiness. Come on. No, no, come like, on. Right. Every Chris list I looked at had him at like number one, and I've just, Chris, I haven't seen the movie. You know what's funny? Oh, like, I, I I, before I even saw it on the list, I had him on, like, like, who is, what's the guy, what's Will Smith's character from, from Pursuit of Happiness? It's, it's Chris Gardner. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't look at any list. I was just yeah, trying to but, think of him. Yeah. Ex- explain your, why you picked him. Obviously, it's pretty, it's pretty obvious, though. Well, I mean, Jordan, are you worried just, about spoilers? Do you want to see it? 
Oh no, and that's such an old movie. Like, okay. go ahead. Yeah, it's, I know the general premise. It's, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but it's like just the true. It just shows how far you can come. Like he was truly just, you know, He's homeless. About as low as you can be. Uh, I think one of the most heartbreaking scenes is when he's trying to find like a house for he and his son, and he goes into this public bathroom, and he locks it, and then someone's trying to get in, and it's just this disgusting, filthy uh, public bathroom, and they're hey, like let me in. And he's just like God damn it, and then just you know it just showed all his hard work and his determination and his and he he went past uh, he got that job interview, and then I, what I really liked uh, this is coming back. Uh, in my mind now is at the end when he's walking in the street and he walks past like this random guy uh, in a suit like that was the actual Chris Gardner in real life because oh based on a real yeah it's all based on a real story yeah this is all coming back to me now and, uh, <laughs> there we go perfect I, I didn't know that at all that's awesome but it just the the lessons he teaches his son it just shows like I, I like that that mindset of, like hey there's no excuses whatever your uh, whatever your current situation is if you want the end goal in sight you can make it happen. If yeah. you work hard enough for it. I like yep. that mindset. No, that was, that was very well said. So, Owen, you get one more as well. In Dude, a comedy movie, okay. it's a comedy All right. All right. Hmm. Well, so comedy movie. Ooh. Uh, now that's more of a drama. Uh, ooh, okay. The dad from Friday and for comedy movie. I thought he um, I just think. Oh, I, yes. He just I don't know what a couple years ago, but I know who you're talking about. I, I yes. don't know. I here, I'll, let me he's, he's awesome. Everything. Oh my god, I can't. I didn't even think he, about him. He's listed as Mr. Jones on IMDb. Is you have name, to wait but... 15 to 20 minutes to use his bathroom. <laughs> I just like how he's like, he's in there and he's like still taking his shit. And he's uh, he's like, This is my house, I'm gonna take shit whenever I goddamn want. And is he like, eating the grapes? <laughs> I think he's like yeah. eating grapes or something like that. And he's just like licking his fingers, he's like. When are you gonna get out of my house, boy? John <laughs> Witherspoon, yes, he is fantastic. I love that. I think I just think that guy's a great actor, and he's in some other movies that I've seen, and and it's just like he reminds me of like a lot of you know kind of traditional dads, like hey, like this is my house, gotta do what I want, like pay the bills here. So and he actually he was a really good dad too. He always he always was looking out for uh, the family. Oh yeah, too. when he when he's teaching him, he's like, hey, it's not about shooting guns. All you need to do. It's right here. And he's like, he teaches him. He's like, you just got to square up. You got to fight. You got to fight like a man. I thought that was great. Yeah, no, that's, that was very good dad moments right there. I love that. Actually, very, very good sleeper pick right there. So, yeah, Jordan, like, we go back to you now and take us away. Okay, so you guys have already done. You guys both have your comedy drama. movies and your drama movies. So, it doesn't benefit me to go there. Thinking draft good. strategy. Thinking draft strategy. Yeah, that's smart. Ooh. Um, so the only one out left for me then would be cartoon. So I'm going to go with, um, what's his exact name? I got to get the character name, right? It is Jefferson Davis. He is the dad to Miles Morales and into the spider verse. Oh, see, I no, that's a bad, bad choice. Why? Cause he wasn't really a good dad. He was, yes, always- he was. He wasn't a good dad at the beginning. He was all going to his uncle instead of his dad because that's dad because he was in this rebellious teenage years where he didn't. His dad was embarrassing by by telling him <laughs> "I love you" and giving him a ride to school. <laughs> like what? That's a good dad. He like I, I guess so, but yeah, it was definitely the rebellious years for sure. Like I thought about that as well, and I'm like, was he really a great dad? Because his son never wanted to be around him at all. Like he was always wanted to go with his uncle and not with him at all. So I was indifferent about the pick there. I feel like it was. He's just one of those dads that is 
very caring and wants what's best because like Morales, Miles doesn't want to go to that school, right? But his dad's like, you know what? Tough luck. Like this school is going to set you up for a better future and I have to put my foot down and get you to go there. So I think that's partly why he's not wanting, he's like not in good terms with his dad, but, yeah. and he doesn't like Spider-Man. So then he doesn't feel comfortable talking to him. So, but I, th- I mean, to call him out and say like, I love you in the middle of all of this. That's not just, that's embarrassing for him too, but you know what? He's, He's a loving dad. He wanted to make sure his kid knew it. Yep. No, I don't hate the pick, but I am a certain different. I have to argue some picks here and there. We can't all be like nice and you know friendly the whole that's, time. I that's don't fair, like that. That's fair. That's fair. So comes back to me, and we are now at a point where I have a couple open. Let's see what we're working with. I'm trying to do draft strategy, but I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Drama TV. I'm going to go with the, a weird one, but I think it works for this. Do I, did, I did, do, did not do Drama TV? Okay, I'm still open. I'm going to do Harry Morgan from Dexter. Um, this is Dexter's uh, dad. So, <laughs> wow, and you're complaining about mine? Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> oh my I was, God. That's As it went on, you found out worse and worse shit about his dad. Yeah, I was going to go... Um, Walter White didn't want to go that way either. You know, too, too risque. So, so I'm gonna go with Dexter here, or Harry Morgan. Sorry, Dexter's dad. So Dexter's dad is is totally you know dead throughout the show, but he does teach him um, how to kill in the right way instead of doing it in a negative way. So without his dad, Dexter would be running around just killing people nonchalantly, while his dad kind of really put the focus on him, steers him the right direction throughout the TV show and make sure he's doing the right thing when he's killing people. Instead of going I to like take it. him to somebody that would get him some help. Uh, that's a little hard. I mean, he's just <laughs> the, the dad. <laughs> Harry Morgan knew like he's a serial killer tendencies and you can't really re- like refute that. It's just, it's just there. And his dad just does the best he can to make sure he d- uses it the right way instead of, you know, Bad, bad deaths. I don't know. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> no, I like it. I support it. It's uh, thank you. I'll be honest. Finding thinking of drama series dads that are good dads is very difficult. I can't think of really any. So I'm going to uh, stall more. So sitcom. Yes. Uh, no. And I, I'm still up. I think. In- so and, I mean, Walter White's still on the board. If you uh, want him for later, he's he's me and Jordan don't have a pick yet. So you're <laughs> more than clear Ooh. to use him. So. My next pick, I have to see what categories. I have, I have sitcom. I'm going to save that for later. Then I have cartoon. So cartoon, I'm going to go right now. So I'm going to go. Oh, I have a lot of good picks for this. So since you guys already went, I'm just going to stay on between Homer Simpson, Randy Marsh, and Mufasa. Oh, it's got to be Mufasa by a mile. So as I'm far as like go, a good dad. Yeah. So I'm going to go Randy. Mufasa. Randy Marsh. Randy Marsh is not a great dad, but I'm going to go with Mufasa, Lion King. I'm at pretty obvious what he does for his son throughout the whole movie. Always protective, always looking out for what's best for him. And, you know, just fights for, like I said, he fights for his son until the very end. So, very Ned Stark-esque. Yes, exactly. So shout out to Mufasa, um, great dad. And, uh, yeah, back to Jordan. Oh, yeah, I'm up again. Okay. Um, yeah, to Owen's comment about having a hard time finding, like, good drama dads like that goes to like movies for me too like i had such a hard time like i could name like 10 horrible dads but i can't really name like a really good one 
um, for drama movies. So I'm going to save that for last. Um, comedy movies, I'm going to go with Gil Buckman, which is Steve Martin's character in Parenthood. It's just a very real dad role where he just feels a little overwhelmed by like all the different things going on in his life and his kids doing different things at different times. And it's just, but he's always pushing through it and just, he had a bad experience with his dad and didn't feel loved and he's doing everything he can to make sure his kids don't feel that way. So just a very good dad that pushes through it. Yeah. I also had Steve Martin on the list for father, the bride as well. Yeah. So there's like three of them between that. And then what's the, cheaper by the dozen so like the hit he yeah, came he, up a lot for like dad. just a good dad across movies yeah he's got that good big dad vibes BDB. good dad vibes. yeah so Oliver, back to you now um we have uh, you, you got you got walter white sitting there i think that's a first round pick just waiting for your number at this uh, round we're in well, you would want that. So, uh, <laughs> no, I think it's Harry Morgan, okay? Uh, I'm going to go crazy here. I'm going to go crazy here. All right. So do I get two picks in a row now? Or yes, two picks. Two. I, okay. So I'm going to start with – what do I need? Oh, boy. This is, so sitcom. Um, uh, Hal, Wil- Hal Wilkerson. I had to look up his last name. Hal from Malcolm in the Middle. Played by Brian Cranston. <laughs> Same yeah. guy. All right. <laughs> He's, but yeah. there's been a conspiracy theory to say that Hal Wilkerson is actually Walter White before this all happened. Yeah, that seems that seems to check. <laughs> so I'm, sure, I'm sure that's exactly what. That's exactly what. Uh, God, oh my God, who's the writer? I forget his name. Uh, uh, Terry or Gilliam? Yeah, Vince Gilliam. Vince Gilliam. Yeah, Vince Gilligan. I'm sure that's yep. exactly what his intention was. No one's going to see this one coming. <laughs> <laughs> they both wear tiny uh, whiteies. I like him just because, uh, you know, he doesn't – he is always doing his best to provide for his family. Oh, my God. They are the same character. Jesus. He, <laughs> I know. Yeah. He just want, he's got a he's got a nagging wife. Holy shit. Oh, my God. I think – all right, more importantly than this list, we're learning. I think, in fact, that he just plays the same character. Just Boom. one's in a drama. <laughs> exactly. Therefore – but I, I just like the – he often teaches his, uh, his son's lots of values. A lot of times he's being silly, but um, I don't remember any specific episodes. It's been a while since I've seen that show, but I know there was a lot of times where he was, you know, uh, oh, here, here's one that comes to mind. When they find out that Malcolm is like a genius, they're like, wow, he's actually like, he's like really good with numbers and he's clearly like, like kind of like a freak of nature kind of thing. And rather than being like, oh, wow, like treating him differently, they're just like, oh, okay, like, you know, like, they just treat him, make fun of him as if he's one of his own. They're like, hey, like we want to like, he just treats him like any like the rest of his sons, Dewey and Reese. And I just thought the, that that was like a really good dad thing to do. Just like, hey, yeah. you're not, you're special, but I'm still gonna <laughs> treat you like, I'm, like you're exactly, just a yeah, normal kid of mine. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, he's really he's got a lot of lists that I've I looked up as well. He's definitely one of the top ones. So you still got one more though. Yeah, You're open. I know, I know. Drama it's, series it's, is open. It's a cop out, but I literally cannot think of any other dads that. So the only so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it one because it's my favorite show all time. I'm say, well, yeah, Walter White. There we go. Cranston, Breaking Bad. So I know. Oh my God! By this is specifically talking about the first season. <laughs> <laughs> and not even really, but so <laughs> I think his intentions, to be honest, I'll be, I don't think his intentions ever were that good. I think he just did it because he was like, I just need something 
to like bring, you know, just to feel alive, basically. Yeah. However, you could argue, hey, he was at least justifying it and maybe even kind of convinced himself, like, hey, I am doing all this bullshit. I am trying to save up $737,000 for, you know, to provide for my family after I die. So that's admirable, I guess. Yeah. I like it. No, and obviously you have Walter White and you have uh, Hal from Malcolm in the Middle, so your combination is deadly in the in the least. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a great great uh, combo between those two. So, Jordan, we're going to move on to your pick. I don't know what's open for it. I think drama movies open for Yeah, it. drama movies all I got left. Um, this was the one that I struggled with the most. I'm just going to quickly just go with um, Viggo Mortensen's character from The Road. Uh, he doesn't actually oh, nice. have a name. It's just man. Um, he is, he just spends his entire life in this post-apocalyptic world, just taking care of his son, doing whatever he can. So he's kind of like Liam Neeson's character in Taken, except he doesn't let his son get taken. Yes. Wow. Okay. That's a little shot of me. (laughs) Sorry. That was my tiebreaker for like. (laughs) Fair. Like if you need to win something. Perfect. So, um, I've never seen this movie, so I don't know what it is, but the book is better. Um, but it's a, it's like a post-apocalyptic world. Um, so why is it good, Dad? So basically, literally, yeah, everybody's just you know, reduced you, to like think, it's a lot like Walking Dead, where everybody sucks, right? And they're all just trying to steal from each other to survive. There's no zombies cannibals. in this, but they're they're cannibals and they're terrible. And he just they're just basically hobos working their way, just trying to find some sort of civilization to for his son to actually live in. And he's just. I saw- Dude. I saw Rick Grimes on a best dad list. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh my God. He's not a good dad. He's an awful dad. Like, he was not God, very who, good. Who else? Was I was looking shot. at a list, and I was, there was a couple that I was like, what the fudge? There's so <laughs> yeah, many, like, like, oh, Indiana Jones is dad. And, like, uh, oh, the dad from Kick-Ass. I'm like, these are terrible people. <laughs> like, I don't know how they got some of these dads on the list. This, this put list of things they were thinking of dad. Like, <laughs> they're, they're just know. putting lists of dads in movies uh, yeah i was this is, this is a dad he's also a dad he <laughs> yeah. are great dads <laughs> yeah so um okay i have one category left which is sitcom and you know phil dunphy was my number one i'm oh i got a couple i'm going to go with dwight true to the office um he just had his dad tendencies throughout the show dealing with jim pam's uh kid as well as kind of learning about his child with Angela. He just knows how to be a dad. He knows how to care for them, how to kind of, you know, be one of, be with them. So I'm going to go with him, Dwight Trude, because he is just kind of a – he loves to be a dad. Yeah. I, Which is I can see at the end of the show, obviously, you don't see it to the end, but his general tendency of being a dad are more out there during the end. I love all the movie dads that there ever was. That's who you're going. Like, movie dads? Like, or sorry, sitcom dads. Like Sitcom dads are like the most common dad. Yep. And I, just, that's I was throwing up a joke. Went. I thought it was Duffy sitting there. So we're on the notables. Oh, no, actually, I want us one more pick, I think, right? No, I think we're done. Yeah, we done. I think we're done. Okay, perfect. So we did it. Wait, well, well, who did you just say? Uh, I said Dwight Schrute. Oh, I mean – he did test that uh, baby carriage really well. The one time when he's just like doing all like the safety tests. It's like, yeah, he's. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The episode where he's like, oh, I got to make sure this. Oh, the stroller. He's like, I got to make sure the stroller is up to code because 
Yeah, and then he's like simulating. He's like, "Oh no, the baby's out of control!" And he like throws the stroller down the hill. Like, this could happen. Gotta- <laughs> he he's very caring. He's very thoughtful. Very safe about it. So notables, we can all say them out loud. I'll start off. Start us off. Like I said, I said Randy Marsh, Homer Simpson, um, Goofy from the Goofy movie. I just loved him. There you was, go. That's a good one. Yeah, that is I was a solid. One. It was a tough choice. Um, for the sitcom, I had Ron Swanson on the list once again. To the, to the later part of Parks and Rec, but he was a great dad at the end. I put Uncle Phil on the list um, from Prince of Bel-Air. Nice. I put, uh, oh, this is our good one, John Q, Denzel Washington. Um, oh, fuck. That's, yeah, that's a solid choice. Yeah, so that's great. That's people Underrated like, movie. Kidney. Um, I, great movie. I love that movie. And then I that was it for my notables. Any notables from you guys? Uh, yeah. Uh, I got some. You want me to go first, Jordan? Yeah, I'm you just, do it. Okay. So, uh, the, Tim and Ashlyn, or Teacher Tim and Teacher Ashlyn, uh, they had they had us watch the movie Eighth Grade, which is an outstanding movie. And the dad in the movie Eighth Grade is, I think, I looked it up on IMDb just now. His name's Mark Day in the movie. He is just like the most caring dad uh, in the movie. It's about mostly this eighth grade girl, and he's a single dad. They never really say where the mom is i think she just like i don't know if she like died or left but he's just very caring about her and she's like she's a teenager so she's not treating him really nicely but he always understands never yells at her and he's always just one of the best dads in a movie i've ever seen and i don't know if eighth grade was like a comedy or like a drama it was kind of like (laughs) it's its own category Uh, for the sense of it underrated king leonidas from 300 the way he's training his son in the beginning I thought that was just so so goddamn alpha. He's just like, yeah, you, gotta, <laughs> you gotta you gotta fight you gotta fight physically, but first you gotta win the war with your head. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking weird. <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> brother. Um, and then yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire, Robin Williams. Oh, there you go. Uh, yep. that, that's, that's all it that was. Another one that came to mind. Oh, and and uh, I gotta say this one, George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life. It's a wonderful oh, movie. Not gonna get my <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got there. All right, Jordan, notables for you. Um, you guys had named quite a few of them that I was thinking. Uh, the only one that Sabrina threw out was um, the dad from American Pie. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, fuck yeah, Eugene Levy. Nice yeah, Eugene yeah. Levy's character was Noah Levinston. Levinstein. Levinstein. Noah. Good choice. So um, just to wrap up, we'll, I'm going to do a summary of what we did. And it, it's going off our notes, so I'm going to do very, very brief and very easy. So cartoon, Owen had Marlon the Clownfish, Finding Nemo. Jordan had Miles from Spider of the Universe, or Miles' dad. <laughs> Miles Tim dad. had Mufasa, Lion King. Drama series, Jordan had Ned Stark. Tim had Harry Morgan. And these are, yeah, these are dark, the drama series ones. Owen has Walter White. For a sitcom, Jordan has Phil Dunphy. Owen has Hal from Malcolm in the Middle. And Tim has, what did I pick? I picked Dwight True from The Office. Comedy movie, Tim picked uh, Clark, Clark uh, Griswold. Jordan picked Gil Buckman. And then Owen picked John Witherspoon from Friday, Mr. Jones. And drama movie, Tim Liam Neeson. Owen Chris Gardner from Pursuit of Happiness. And Jordan Viggo Mortensen, a.k.a. the man from that movie, he said. <laughs> the Road. Perfect. So, um, I thought it was I thought it was pretty nice. We did it for Father's Day. Obviously, we're two days, three days late now, but it was the thought was there. So, 
I'm going to do my shout-outs first for one. So my first shout-out is to my dad. I stole that from Owen's list at first, so I put it on my list as well, uh, just for being my dad and being awesome. My other shout-outs for Jordan, who is the dad of the podcast. He's uh, the, the pod father, if we call it that. Oh. And, then, and then, of course, uh, Brie Larson gets the last shout-out because she's Brie Larson. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Brother. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Uh, all right, I'll go. Uh, my three shout-outs – my dad, you know, it's Father's Day. Um, there's a YouTube channel called All Gas No Breaks. I've been sending videos to the Pumpkin Boys group me that no one watches uh, <laughs> of them. But this guy, he just goes around and he's been, especially lately, he's been like going to all like these major events and like just interviewing real people. And it just it blows my mind like the way some of these people interact. It's very like it's like legit journalism, but it's like funny and like depressing at the same time and and funny. It's wonderful. And then also, shout out to the squash squash ladies. They, uh, you know, they broke news about the potential Caribbean vacation that we're going to be doing next year. And I think that's one of the best ideas I've ever heard in my entire life. So When, when you said squash ladies, I thought it was like a documentary about like, like ladies who play squash. <laughs> like, I'm like, what is squash ladies? Like, could not figure it it's, out. But that makes sense now, yes. It's about the elite squash player ladies. <laughs> uh, Love yeah. it. And Jordan, your note says you have zero zero recommendations or zero shout outs. Oh, okay, cool. I'll go with that. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, and Owen, I'm going to watch Generation Kill this week and I'm going to have it for the pod next week. Cool. You don't have to watch all of it. Just I'm gonna watch like the first that. two episodes. Guarantee. I, that makes me really happy. You know that? And it'll be our next podcast. So you guys listen and see what I think about Generation Kill. Will I give it a zero or a ten? There's no in between. <laughs> oh. If you're not first, no, you're last, you're right. Owen. Oh, Owen's recommendation: Lighthouse. Uh, I was say, I, yeah, if you want more Robert Pattinson, Owen's getting mad that no one's watching The Lighthouse. <laughs> I wouldn't say it looks mad. Looks so dark. I wouldn't say mad. It just I want. To, it's one of those movies that it'll have you thinking about it for like days and days after, and you'll want to discuss it with somebody else. And right now, the only person I've been able to do that with is Melinda, which is great. But it's like. You know, it's okay. I want like different opinions on this. It's a very yeah. fil- filmy film. Like I think this will be in like st- studied in like film classes. Like that's definitely like now. one of those movies where you, you really just have to be in the mood to like deal with a very like artsy film. True. Yeah, that is that is true. And Jordan, that this is, is the first the first time I didn't say what would I rec- what would you recommend, and then Owen had one to go, so I should have asked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. Sorry. Uh, I finally Perfect. get you to re- remove it. Yeah. It's so like we say every episode, I'm out of things to say now. I don't know what to say. Bye. Bye. Um, bye. <laughs> I was debating letting Why you just I- sit in that. <laughs> I was going to, I was yeah, like, I don't know how to say goodbye. Anymore. Goodbye everybody. Guess what? I was secretly an undercover rock star this whole time. That was so bizarre. You can subscribe to Distraction anywhere podcasts are found. Make sure you leave a review. Our voiceover guy still isn't getting paid. Wait, I'm not? <laughs> <laughs>